Well, first of all, you guys know how much I miss you, so I want to welcome <laughs> welcome everybody here. Um, obviously, we're always looking to have you know productive meetings here and something that hopefully can impact the game in a positive way. Uh, hope everybody had a great holiday weekend with your family. We certainly did. Um, you know, we're excited about the women's softball team. I actually watched a couple games this last week, um, getting to the World Series and. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, the Bart Starr family, um, with his passing, and and also um, Rod and Paula Bramlett from Auburn's family. Um, some, you know, tragic news for all of us in Alabama with some people who had a significant impact on uh, the sports tradition in Alabama for a long, long time. From our standpoint, you know, our players, um, freshmen reported, uh, yesterday, uh, we have several guys that still have to graduate from school, um, where their school hasn't gotten out yet, but we hope they'll be there, you know, within the next week. Uh, our players are, most of them, coming back t tonight uh, between 5 and 8, and we actually start summer classes on Wednesday, and, you know, we'll start our program on Thursday, and, you know, the question is, is we're not very, uh, who, who here? on our team is really happy with the way things ended up last year. Uh, we're certainly not. Um, so, you know, we've talked a lot about the Bama factor, playing with discipline, high, you know, standard of accountability and responsibility and doing your job at a high level on a consistent basis and everybody putting the team first. And, you know, we're certainly still working on that. And um, we obviously have a plan for how we want to improve based on, you know, what we saw in spring practice from our group. So. Um, that's kind of where we're at. Open up for questions. Is everyone who signed expected to, to enroll? Yeah. Coach, with all the, the talk about you know the, the items on the agenda, I guess the, the transfers, alcohol, and stadiums. What elements of the college game do you feel are the most important to protect? Because a lot of this sounds like <laughs> pro football stuff that's coming this way, expanded playoffs. Well, you know, I think there's a fine line between. Um, you know, protecting the integrity of college football and understanding that I don't think as big as it's gotten that any of us can deny the fact that we are in the entertainment business to some degree. Um, so uh, finding a balance between those two things sometimes is difficult. Um, the things that I focus on is really what affects the players. Uh, that That's sort of our job as coaches to, you know, try to help our guys be more successful in life or having been involved in the program, you know, help them develop personally, academically, and athletically so that they have, you know, a, a better chance to be successful in the future. So, um, and things that affect that are the things that, you know, we try to focus on. So, you know, you're talking about roster management is one of the things that, you know, comes up a lot here. And, you know, I, I think it is what it is, but how we manage our roster so we don't penalize the guys that are left in the program probably is, you know, the thing that I, I choose to focus on most and having a program that is beneficial to the player uh, so there, there's no reason for them to want to leave. Um, so. Nick, Nick, you guys have played an attractive uh, neutral site game on your schedule usually to open a season. Uh, where do you see uh, Alabama football scheduling, you know, eight to ten years in terms of do you expect it to well, be beefed up more? Yeah, most of what we've done in the future, I mean, we're we're still going to these neutral site games, but, uh, you know, the 
the exposure that neutral site games gave our program in the beginning was probably um, an integral part of what helped us be successful in building a program. Uh, because when we did it 12 years ago, nobody else did it. And you know, we played Clemson and, and, and some of those games, you know, really got the program some very positive attention and, you know, that helped us continue to build. Um, but I think the negative of those things is, you know, when you look at your fans and you think about your fans and we go to a neutral site game, We've been fortunate enough to get in the playoffs. They go to a playoff game. They go to an SEC championship game. They go to another playoff game if you win. I mean, it's really kind of hard on your fans. So uh, you also take something away because you're taking a home game away um, at least every other year if you're playing home and home with a good Division I uh, school. So I think you'll see that our future schedules, if we release future schedules, you know, we have home and home with uh, Texas, um, Notre Dame, West Virginia, West Virginia um, Oklahoma. So, and then, and then, you know, the years that we can't do that, we'll probably try to fill in with neutral site games. But um, I think the dynamic of um, those games sort of changed a little bit for us. Coach, somebody earlier, uh, another coach that called the number of people in the transfer portal <laughs> staggering, and also the fact that a lot of them haven't found a place to land. Where, where do you uh, kind of stand on, on this whole phenomenon recently? Well, we've always had to deal with guys that wanted to transfer. You know, now we just have a mechanism for them to be able to do that. And we also have an opportunity for the school to take action against that person in terms of their scholarship. Um, you know, look, I'm, I'm, I'm for whatever benefits the player. Um, I think that a lot of us think that we have a good program that is actually um, in place to try to create value for players in their future. And it's not just about playing. I mean, you still go to college to prepare yourself for the day you can't play football. At least that's our philosophy in terms of guys' personal development, guys developing a career off the field by graduating from school. And I think there's so much emphasis now on playing, playing time, um, that you know, guys have these visions even when they're in high school because of the attention that they get that, you know, their college career is just a conduit to get to the NFL. And I don't think that's a good scenario um, because you don't go to, to college with the right sort of, you know, goals and aspirations of what's important and um, what's going to affect and impact your life long term. Um, so uh, I think some of this stuff is created by all of us. The attention that high school players get now, uh, we've um, accelerated the recruiting calendar forward so you know guys that are freshmen and sophomores are expected to get recruited um, so I still think that development is a really important part of any player's future uh, and committing to that development personally academically and athletically is important and if we make it easy for them to get uncommitted to that, I don't know how much that benefits them or their future. Do you think it's but there are circumstances where I think, you know, players probably uh, have a situation where there, there may be a benefit to them going someplace else. Do you think it's happening more? Sorry to interrupt you there. Do you think it's happening more? Because you said it's always been happening. But it's, uh, it seems from our perspective, because we're, we're hearing about it more, but is it just more public? Yeah, I think you might be right about that. I, I, I don't feel it's happening more like in our program. 
Um, and I don't, I can't tell you how many guys are in the pool. I don't, I don't really, I mean, we check it just to see if there's anybody we would be interested in if we have a position of need or something, but um, more the graduate transfer who's immediately eligible than anything else. Uh, all the questions last year at this meeting were about the quarterback situation, obviously with Tua and Jalen, and just thought I'd ask this year's quarterback situation. How is Tua coming out of the spring? How is he doing um, going into the season? Well, I, I think you know Tua has um, got to challenge himself a little bit to get back to. Um, I think you know being hurt. Um, was an issue for him at the end of the season. Uh, and I think that he has to challenge himself to get back into great shape, um, you know, and overcome, you know, some of the things that happened toward the end of the year. And I think he should take the, the perception that he has a lot to prove relative to how we ended the season. I think our whole team fits into that category. Um, the other quarterbacks are obviously, you know, guys that are developing uh, and have done some good things. And, uh, obviously have some things that they need to continue to work on and hopefully we'll be able to get them some uh, positive um, improvement over the summer and then fall camp and then we'll have an opportunity to get them some kind of experience level early in the season that might benefit them if they need it down the road.